Hey y'all. Oh lord, here comes Chantal. What? Nothing. We just know you always with the shit. And is. So what you got for us this time? Oh, you know, just a little hookah, little drink for our conversation. Well, what else is new? This episode. So let's get to it. Hey y'all, so I've created a personal subscription called Patreon for my followers, also known as the people, so that y'all can see and hear content that didn't make the show. So to get onto that, go on patreon.com slash the glass mic and pick the tier that's best for you. Of course, they're all budget friendly, but my personal favorite is the I'm All In tier because that one has the juiciest information, no edits, no cuts, some name drops, all of that good stuff. So again, go on patreon.com slash the glass mic and tune in. Thank y'all. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to another episode of The Glass Mic, where there is no script, just transparent talk. I am Chantal Says It All, and I survived 11 months in Jumanji. Yeah. It's November, so by the time y'all hear this, it won't be anymore. So hopefully we will okay. have seen the next month, or months to come. Um, I missed y'all. I have been busy working on some personal projects, but y'all know every time I take a break, I come back stronger and better than ever. So I'm ready to pop my stuff with y'all. And before we get started, y'all already know what time it is. It's another episode of Trying Ish. And of course, as you all know, these products are not paid ads. These are some products that were sent in or that were purchased by the Glass Mic to support small businesses. Um, if you all are interested in having a product tried on here, just send that information to info at theglassmic.com or write us on Instagram. So today, I am going to show y'all this shirt that I ordered. As a matter of fact, I was up last, not last night, I'm lying already. I had insomnia when I bought this shirt. So I was up at like 2 o'clock in the morning just scrolling on Instagram. And I follow this page called God is Dope. And I always see people with these shirts and I'm like, oh, I want one. And they had like a, a shirt sale. It was like you can get the shirt for free and just pay for shipping. And I had read the comments to make sure it was legit because sometimes you do that stuff and you don't see nothing for three weeks. And when you finally get it, the shirt barely fits your finger. So I like, let me read these comments, make sure it's legit, right? And everybody said it was cool. You had some people that was like, you got to pay for shipping. And I'm like, it's a free shirt. And it got God on it. You can't go wrong. So I ordered this shirt. It was like maybe seven. Between seven and ten dollars at the ship, and I don't know if they still had it sell or not, but you can't go wrong with it. And it represents one of my favorites ever. My favorite ever, of course. So if you're interested in seeing what products they have, go on Instagram, God is dope, and see what's best for you. Also, y'all already know what time it is. As you can tell, I do sound like I have a little sense. Of course, the edible has not kicked in quite yet, but we're gonna help speed that up with shot o'clock. And this shot o'clock was sponsored by 1819 Florence Avenue. 
It have different fragrances and candles for your home and your bathroom and your goodies. So let's bring the new year in smelling good and feeling better. If you're interested in seeing them, you can go on The Way It Sounds, 1819 Florence Avenue on Instagram. Make sure you tell them the glass mic sent you. And cheers with the shot. Oh, we doing? We doing this? Yeah, we doing it. All right. Oh, let me tell y'all something else. So, Tequila. Last time when I recorded, I was 28. So, y'all know <clears throat> I'm bragging about my age. I'm 29 now. Still a baby, but, you know, a little older. Y'all know normally I had like vodka or wine or something like that because I don't drink brown. Y'all, I had a bad experience with, <laughs> y'all know I don't say brand names unless they're trying to you know, cut a check. But I had a, a, a problem with one of these particular vodkas. Um, it was a cheap one. You know I'm cheap. Huh. And <laughs> I had like, my stomach was irritated. Oh, also, I lost I lost 30 pounds since the last recording, okay. y'all. So, okay. when y'all see me, just look at this video. Look at the last videos last year and be like, dang, her chin did go up a little bit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, my body has changed and it doesn't like vodka. It likes tequila now. So, I had a shot of tequila. And I'm going to go ahead and introduce my guest because I know it's overdue. Y'all like, okay, who is that? I hear a deep voice. Who is that? I need to find <laughs> out, right? So I'm going to go ahead and introduce my guest, and then we're going to play our game. Say hey to the people. What up, people? What's up? What's your name? Where you from? Nah, you what grip? up, man? Uh, I'm Shamar. Uh, on Instagram, Shamar Atlas, but in real life, it's Shamar Willis. But uh, I'm from Dallas. Dallas, Texas, born and raised. And Oh, you're a rare breed. Yeah, born and raised. Because you but, know people like me, we just taking over this little know, city. Hey. I'm taking it over too, and I'm from here. Nothing wrong with that. It's enough for everybody to eat. <clears throat> hey, for sure. But I, I, I partner with the people who are not from here to make sure they do it right. That's what's up. Yeah. I admire it because I'm one of those people. I need you know. Hey. I need a person that's from here to just tell me the ropes and stuff and how to hey, go. I, I I go to these other cities and and get the love, just like if I'm from there as well. Like I I love Atlanta, L.A., New York, all of the above. Like so. I so you like big cities? Yeah. Yeah. See, I'm from Jackson. I like I like the hustle. The hustle. I'm a hustler. Hustle. Yeah. So I like moving around. I love being busy. I love not having time to think about nothing but getting something done. Oh, that's what's up. Cause me, I'm. It's like I'm productive, but the same time I try to cut corners and be lazy a little bit. What's crazy? I'm the laziest hardworking dude in the world. So my favorite thing to do is uh -huh. nothing. For real? Nothing. Like I love. I'll be in the bed for ten hours straight. Just to go use the restroom or order some DoorDash. That is the life. Other than that, like that is the life. And use my, I, I do that. I put on Hulu or something. That's it's it. Weird. We got cable, but I be watching stuff that's on the streaming chart. Yeah, service. I don't even watch like regular TV no more. It's strictly. Me neither. I like, never thought that would happen for me. Much I mean, as I but I, but I guess, I guess our phones, like you know, shade room becoming a new CNN. Um, you know, it's that different stuff true. that yeah, everything moved to the phone. We came a long way from using the pencil to rewind them because you know. The you know, I was thinking the other day, I was like, damn, how, how did we drive out of town and go places without GPS? How did we do that now, before? How, how, did, how did the people older than me do that? Because I ain't have to do that. You know, I was you know, lucky. I'm a little but, older than you, but at the same time, it's like <laughs> you had to use the big map. Not the big map, well, but I think, I think I used to go to Google, like to go to Google, then they used to print out the step-by-step -step directions, like one, two, three, four, yeah, five. Yeah, I'm a little slow. And so, I like, I, we followed it like that, because I remember driving to Padre Island, and that's how we moved around. But I'm just thinking about all the little back streets and all the stuff that I see now on, on Google Maps. I'd be like, damn, how did people, like, navigate? 
Okay, so you brought up the traveling. So, you know, I played the cousin, the advocate, the black sheep for the people where sure. I come in where it's like ignorance is bliss, but then I leave out our episode learning new information. Okay. Even if I already know, I'm still going to act like I don't. Hey. So you, you sound like you travel. You say you work hard and all this. So let's be more specific. What do you do? So I have a concert production company. So, like, I do live events and do big concerts and festivals and just tapped in in that world and then I got a record label where um, I signed some artists but those relationships from the record label side came from me working with some of the biggest artists that y'all can say that y'all most people listen to you know okay. from the little babies to the dub babies to the the, the the Travis Scott's of the world and different people like that um, you know I, I I got a good network that's good that's real good. So let's see what your um, honesty is like now what? with the truth to drink. Let's do it. Okay. So do you want to go first or you want me to go first? You go first. Show me how it's done. And, uh, oh, my gosh. I, y'all, look, people, y'all already know them guests be trying to get me. <laughs> this is going to be my last guest that I ask who should go first. Because <laughs> nah, they try to, they be like, I want to see what you're going to say. Nah, I, I want to see how it's done. You could do whatever. You can ask whatever you want. It don't matter. You could be like, hey, hey, you ever ate a roach before? Anything nah. like that. And I, if I, I have Patreon. Are you familiar with Patreon? Mm-mm. Okay, so it's like an OnlyFans before creators. <laughs> yeah. So let's just say if you ask me, you know, have a, just about the roach thing, you and you'd be like, Hey, you ever, ever ate a roach? And I'd be like, Well, I'm here, but then on Patreon, I go in details about it. like, Yeah, I ate a roach, but it was in was, no, the it. Philippines, it was one of them chocolate covered roaches. Or something. Right. You can't cap, you gotta be the same on both. Oh, uh, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> so, let's see, what can I ask you? Yeah, ask me something. Oh, would you rather because you got truth to drink? Would you rather, but okay. would you rather? have an artist that you don't like their character or their vibe but it's made you the most money you've ever made in your career or have an artist that isn't that great but their work is genuine and they are a great person inside and out and you make decent money oh man um I I tend to lean more towards like the genuine connection with people yeah like, I really never really just worked with a lot of artists that I didn't like. Um, I'd say my experiences with Young Jeezy probably wasn't the best. Uh-oh. But at the same time, like, I rather I kind of rather work with good people over the money, though. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Well, you know, I'm just a basic, um, I use my student email account for Apple Music type of person. I don't know celebrities like that. I listen to them on the, yeah, I'm to think. the uh, radio. But. Other than that, it ain't really just been a lot of craziness. Like, And Jeezy's probably wasn't even like the worst. It was, I mean, bad. It was just like, I guess I caught him at the wrong time. But he just had like this diva type attitude, this, this. Yeah. You know, Jeezy ain't as tall as people think he is. So he got like I don't his, think any of the celebrities are pretty they are. tall. It's some um, Gucci man six Because I'm three. a good five eight. Two chains is tall. Yeah, Gucci I mean you could tall. tell that they're tall, but it's these other celebrities. Like I remember I met Black China one time. It's on my Instagram page, and I knew she wasn't tall, but I didn't think she was as short as she was. And I think though that height when we kind of women it make their so, yeah, bigger. Yeah, a hundred percent. So, with the short women with the booty? Yeah, yeah I'd be like, sure, dang, let sure. me just grow down a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> but nah, you know, a lot of a lot of a lot of dudes have that boss 
that boss honcho, you know, that macho type energy. And it's like, bro, that ain't necessary because it's like everybody. I think that's a man thing. Man, I nah. know it's like when. It's I'm, a, I'm a subtle boss. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm the one that I get stuff done. And, and in my head, it's like I don't do a lot of talking. I should talk more than I don't. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need Your to Your work be, speaks for itself. Yeah, but I need to be more vocal, though. Like, I need to be more like, I yo. I think that you should be. I'm know. the shit. I know I am type energy. But not, like, cocky, but, like, yo, my resume is what it is because of what I do and the results of what they are because of who I am. But the way people are, you have to be so careful. I think that That's the, the point. way that you are is great. Like, let them come in and see. <laughs> nah, you know what I'm and I think all that's cool, but I'm saying I think I need to pop my shit more often, though. Okay, because well, there'll be a lot of people who, who underestimate you because you are the quiet one in the room. I think I do need to be a little bit more. Sometimes I love when they do that because I'd be like, ooh, I got a trick for your ass. Oh, facts, you know? But <laughs> I like Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather showed you. You can talk it in, you can walk it. Those are some of the best people because it's rare to be able to talk and walk. There's some people that talk all day and can't do nothing. Hey, we but, get it done. Yes. And it's your turn to ask me something so you can ask me a truth or drink or a would you rather. <laughs> uh, a would you rather. I do. Would you. Yeah, it don't be easy like you think it do. Nah. I was playing Jeopardy music, but I'm still a little devastated by Alex Trebek, so. In his honor. Would you rather Oh man, it's hard. Uh mm-hmm. <laughs> I just basic who who would you rather listen to? Jeezy or uh, Gucci? Oh <laughs> I'ma tell you hands down, based off of my plays, I love Gucci, man. Yeah, you ratchet. And he's starting to go back to his old self a little bit, making yeah. me be like, okay, cool. Hey, he's hilarious right now, man. Yeah, but, and he, but, don't care. he don't care. I saw the meme he posted. Um, yeah. Well, of course, it's not today anymore when y'all listen, but at the time, hopefully when we play this episode back, nothing would have happened and the beef will be squashed. You know, I don't like seeing people beef, y'all, especially two successful black men. But as far as the music, I love Gucci Man. I love him. I love, I even love some of his new artists. I can't even name them. I ain't gonna lie to Pusha y'all. Pusha that's his artist, huh? That's the one, one. And I learned about him going to the strip club. Um, I was like, I, when I go to the strip club, I, go, I pull my phone out, and if I hear a song I like, I go on Soundham, and I let it listen, and I put it on my phone. I like to twerk some songs. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I um I like Gucci's catalog. I feel like he has a lot of hits. I know I have at least 15 songs on my phone from him. Jeezy has a good catalog, too. Um, I think Jeezy got more of a commercial catalog though, like you know, my yeah, president, my, pre- I, my president is black me. and different records like that. But come on, like the real nigga award definitely goes to Gucci Mane. Well, you asked me about the yeah. It's like, like I'm on the other side, but like, you know, yeah, you know stuff that I don't. Nah, it's music wise too. That's why I told you I come from a non-biased place. Yeah, and so it's perfect. the non-biased place, even though I'm more like me, I'm I, you know I work with Young Dolph, but I would say. Gotti has more hits, but I like Young Dolph. Like Young Dolph music and, to and me. And people need more honesty like yeah. that. Like you didn't bash nobody, nah. but you were honest. Even when I did my interview when it came to Mo3, or, uh, it, like the whole Dallas thing that just kind of happened. Before it happened, they asked me who I thought. And I said, 
real talk because I'm from Dallas. So the, the energy that I gave it was the truth, not just opinion based. I was like, yo, the biggest person to ever come out of Dallas, like as far as rap type mm-hmm. shit, because Post Malone from Dallas too. But I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, rap stuff and Vanilla Ice is too. Didn't know that so either. I've been learning my new city. I know about everybody <laughs> I do. <laughs> I mean, come on. That's normal. But, yeah, like, you know, Jella Beezy the biggest. Um, but I also said uh, Mo3 is the most talented, though. Like, as far as music and ability, mm-hmm. he's, the, he's the best in Dallas. But the biggest person that has the ability to be the biggest star was Trap Boy Freddie because mm-hmm. he embodied what Dallas is. And he was okay with the with the with the lyrics and stuff, yeah. and he had a real persona. So unfortunately, you know, all the stuff that's going on is kind of like one of them things where it's a touchy subject to just talk on now. Yeah. But it's 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 been a long time coming for that situation. But at the same time, like yeah, my opinions are are, are what I know from like just how I think most of America, most of the people feel, and I come from a logical place, not an emotional like. I don't care if I had the mo- the worst running in the world with this artist. If he's better than this artist, I'm gonna say it because it ain't. It's the truth. Yeah. And I and I like the truth way more than a, than than an opinion. Yes. So I think we pretty lit. I I feel whatever. Y'all know I be mixing stuff. I done mix uh, some Moscato and tequila together. So is it a late night mimosa? No, you're missing the uh, orange juice. Yes, my close friend, Eric, she provided me this big bottle of Moscato, and i just been drinking yeah. it ever since. A, I love her to death. Hey, Eric, hope you hear me. It's a mosquito. <laughs> Moscato. You know I'm country. It's a mosquito. Mosquito. Oh, we're going to call it a mosquito? Yeah. That sounds a little deadly. Moscato and tequila. But it's in, in, anyways, it's in me now, so we can oh, yeah. go ahead and kick into it. So I just want to know, I know you say you're from here, and you know, a lot of people move here for opportunities, whether it's in your industry or just working somewhere with more income or somewhere that's more family-oriented. I think Dallas has become a true hot spot for people uh, from the South and even other places to come here and thrive. And like mm. we said earlier, it's enough for everyone to eat. Yep. Um, but can you tell me a little bit about what made you say, hey, I want to go into um, being in the industry. And like I said, you have a very important position. Yeah. Really, to be honest, more important than the clients you have. Because not only right. are you helping them, but you're helping multiple people. And you're on a higher level of things. Like they, you know, they do their you know, thing. They, they, they trying to get there. And a person like me is a gatekeeper to them getting there, if that makes sense. Exactly. So, so like, like Tay... Young Dolph. I've been booking Young Dolph since 2016. Young Dolph has always been Young Dolph, but I didn't know about him. I knew about him enough to like start liking his music at one point. Mm-hmm. And then from there, like I book what I like. And so when I booked him, the first time I booked him, it was him. It was him, Boosie, and Webby. Okay. And I did all them together. And then I just start, kept booking them year after year, year after year after year. And then, you know, I'm tacked, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of plugged in into L.A. with the agents, the, you know, the, the white Jewish agents and stuff that take the audience on these big tours. Mm-hmm. So I found this one <clears throat> this one agent who, at that time, I had some money. And I was like, man, you know what, I'm going I'm to do a national tour. I ain't going to just do no Dallas shit. I'm going to take them to 10 cities. I'm going to go. Okay. And then I had this one agent who believed in me enough. His name is Kyle Carter. He's like one of my good friends now. Cool. He literally called the venues in every city, got me good deals. He structured this tour enough for me to have my own tour. And 
From there, the agent picked up Dolph as a client full time. Now Dolph is doing thirty two cities. Look at guys you know, years of So again, yeah, even with the baby, the baby the same way. When 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 the baby was coming out, <clears throat> when he I'm talking about the big the baby, I booked him in like ten cities last year. Okay. And from there, I mean, like that's my boy. Like, but I build real, real relationships with him. Like, literally Facetime all the time. Like these type of you know, like intimate moments where I be knowing the truth, you know, like a lot of their real home life type stuff. So, um, that's good. And artists need stuff like that. You know, we see on Unsung and TV One, where are they now? They always talk about how they had these people who missed over them. That's good. Yeah, no, so that's, that's, that's why, like, if, if you ever get around the, the baby, will tell you, he'll be like, yo, Shamar, my nigga, like, I made so much money with him. But it ain't even about the money aspect of it. It's like every time I call, they know it's about something real. Like it ain't about I'm trying to waste their time because I don't want anybody wasting my time. So right. it's like I really be on that shit where when I call you, mm-hmm. it's because I'm like, yo, I got opportunity for you. So look, when I see, when I see Shamar on the, I'm yeah. like, look, let me hear get my phone. It, it Somebody on the phone, it, it, it even tell them, let me it's, call them back. I just hang up. It's rarely to call and check in and make sure you're all right. It's like, yo. I mean, I do that too, you know, everyone. But it's more so like, yo. Got opportunity for you, and it's always about money. You yeah. know, it may be a favor, like yo, I need you to, like, I'm cool with this, this actor. How I met you with Tyler. That's how we met. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we met. <laughs> uh, I brought Tyler through one of my homeboy spots who was promoting uh, dibs, mm-hmm. and that's how I met you. But yeah, uh, Tyler is like <laughs> so many girls like him. Yeah, he got me so much play just because. He like the coolest dude in the world to he where is, he, I could text him and be like, yo, pick up the phone. This girl love you. Blah, 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 blah. And he'll do it and he'll hey, hey, you know, he'll 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 set it up for me to win. So, you know, for me, I always appreciate um, you know, working with good people like I told you, because it leads literally to um just us being able to uh grow. And I'm I, I'm I'm a I'm an underdog my whole life. You slept on underdog type of guy, so I don't want to work with the assholes that's gonna make me a lot of money. I'm gonna make me a lot of money. In other, yeah, because that ways. character goes a long way. And that's one thing since you brought it up. That's one thing I respected about you too, because I was having a bad day when I went there. My friend Jason said, "Hey, let's go out. You know, put your good wig on. Let's go." And I'm like, "Hey, I want to go out." And we went out, and I don't know. I think my little drink had kicked in. I said. I think that's Benny from the half. Because I don't, I haven't, y'all gonna kill me. Maybe by now, but I've never watched an episode of P Valley. I've heard about it because, you know, I'm from Mississippi. I've heard about Miss Mississippi and different things. And of course, I saw, I call him Benny still. <laughs> I even said it when I met him, but I used to watch Half and Half Nights. And I remember him as Mariah's son. And he was always a great actor then. Like, he felt so real. And when we met in person, you know, I just was—I was pretty cool. I think I try to be pretty cool when I meet celebrities. Because <laughs> I, I already know half the time they probably be irritated. Because me, I don't like being in the club. Just, so if I don't like being around a lot of people, I know they're the same way. So I just was polite and I was like, "Hey, I think um, you look very familiar. I think you're Benny from Heaven Head." And I said, "Like, yeah." And he was really humble, and he started walking around and talking to people, meeting them. Like, you know, of course, with y'all, y'all already know y'all got the sections, the bottles, yeah, yeah, yeah. the the. Introverts paradise, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I told you I don't like people, so Me y'all are able to be observed, but at an arm's reach. So a lot but, of times, yeah, a lot of times, whenever we do that book section and stuff, it's for convenience. It ain't because we want to be fly. I just don't like people. Yeah, yeah. That, I'm the same way. Yeah. So 
In Jesus' name, if I ever get to that point, when I get to that point, don't think I'm funny acting like, oh, she got a section. It's because I would have got that anyway, <laughs> being me or a table somewhere. I had to sit down and have arm space. But yeah, so y'all two were actually walking around, meeting people, talking to them. I was like, you knew everybody, even though you didn't, but it was like you never met a stranger. And that's what made me respect both of y'all. I was like, okay. He My is boy. cool, but I sh like I didn't know your name at the time. I was like, I need to meet you. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm she saying? Said that. So she said, she said, I interview people. I would love to interview. Matter of fact, I want to interview you because people don't need, people need to know how important you are. Yeah, you're the one that's bringing these people to the city, and that <laughs> made me be like, man, I don't give a damn. I, I interview with her anytime because she get it. Like I always get on top of people to be like, it be people that who be doing t like designs and t-shirts and candles mm -hmm. and all that. And they always be like, yo, can you connect me to the artist? I be like, yo, do you ever think to connect with the nigga who doing the connecting? Because from there, that person is always going to be able to plug you into the situation. Like I had this girl who do paintings in the city. Uh, I ain't going to say her name because I don't give her okay. her energy. But I mean, literally, even on top of her doing the painting that she thought was going to be free for me, I paid her $300 for the painting notes from just like, you know, I support what That's you do. That's a blessing. Because... She couldn't stay out late enough to get the artist the painting. She got mad at me because she didn't meet the artist. I would have took three and, Red Bulls that nah, day. Listen. Do you hear me? I would have clocked out of work. And, uh, culturally, she couldn't stay out late like that because she was with her, stay with her parents, I guess. And so Mom she, and Dad would have to understand So that. she got mad at me and unfollowed me and all this other stupid stuff. I'm like, you dumb because it's like it don't stop. Like I've been doing this shit for six, five years to where it's going to be more. Like, And then that artist still would have met with her because another painter got him his, her, his painting that she did mm -hmm. but she just could actually stay out to one in the morning and get that done Baby, so I would have got in trouble you had to put me on punishment so, <laughs> I'm so, sorry so but at the end of the day it's like one of them things where people just need to really like I like when I like I'm cool with the managers of the artists more than the artists because the artists don't get through the business. Mm -mm. I'm a businessman, so I want to talk to the person who can facilitate the business. Like, I don't need to t be cool with you as an artist. Like, that's cool. What's up? Like, when I see Dolph, we barely speak. But I'm talking to the guy who's over Dolph, though. Right. That's my buddy. And you know what I'm saying? that's the whole gist of this episode, because I'm sure, you know, at the beginning, you said some keynote names. First of all, the first name you said keynote was Shamar. That's off top. And the second thing, like you said about Jeezy and Gucci, you know, you're saying household names. So now it's like, okay, you got my attention. I'm going to see what he talked about. <laughs> oh, he live in Dallas. Do he got a girlfriend? You know how girls be. Mm -hmm. But I want this episode to show people whether you are trying to be in his position or even if you, know, just want to listen about that life or even if you find it attractive and you're trying to find your come up you won't find it that type of way but that's you for right now yeah, i just want them to hear this episode just to like let them understand what that that life is about and it's more than just the money and the glitz and glam so tell me about a time that was very detrimental like it was a time in, in your career where you really had to sit back and think damn I'm I'm doing it. Life's so short. Fuck it. And I'm just uh so you saying where I say I'm down I'm doing this? Yeah, like in a bad like something bad happened. Uh I really ain't never had no real bad, 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 bad moments. I mean, like I, no I, bad I, deal, no artist went left. I mean I've had situations uh, I remember when oh no, like so two thousand seventeen I was finna do a show. Oh, I did do a show. My homeboy, he was a promoter. 
he 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 had Boosie and who was it at the time? Oh, it was Boosie, and then he was like, "Yo, we need to add more artists." So I added Dolph to it. I added Zero to it, and he needed somebody to put up sixty-four thousand dollars with him to partner on the show, right? So these artists, the total bill was like one hundred twenty-five thousand for the show. Mm-hmm. So we mm-hmm. end up losing money, uh, which is normal, right? You gamble, you lose. Yeah. Um, so from there, we lost money, and then when the money came back from the loss. It came to his account. He disappeared on me, and he literally stole thirty-two thousand dollars. So So I'm down to my last twenty-eight thousand dollars, right? To my name, twenty-eight thousand. That's more. That's over a hundred percent more than what's in my account. You'll gamble. You'll gamble, right? You'll roll a dice to be like, man, how do I bounce back? So we put. I put twenty-four thousand up for a possible show with this African artist named Wizkid. Okay. From there done business with my booking agent which is still my homeboy to this day because he didn't we, we've been 30 for 30 when it comes to shows it ain't never been no hiccup on his part cool. so he yo i got i got whiz kids booking information da, da, da. so the the show t- cost forty forty eight thousand dollars. so i send in my twenty four thousand dollars. guess what it was a scammer he found a scammer who had the, almost the same email as the real manager. What the hell? And we promoting the show. Because I know it's the biggest African artist. Everybody going crazy. It's like, yo, we, you know what I'm saying? It's like, then we get a phone call from CAA, the, the agency that represents the main artist. Like, what are y'all doing? Somebody's already got him in Houston. And that's a fake. So we, sh- we do all the due diligence to show him what happened. He's like, man, I'm sorry. But yeah, man, y'all got scammed, mm. and literally, I lost thirty-two thousand on top of the twenty. On I know, man, top, on top of the twenty-four, basically. Mm-mm. So I lost that it's all by theft, and so the people who was invested into those other shows looking at me like, "Where our money at?" And I'm looking like, "Damn, it got stolen by this person to die," and they looking at me like I stole the money. I'm like, "Bro," mm. so it's it's just a lot of like. A lot of those kind of misconcepts that happened to me in those situations where, like, for me, that had me be like, damn, is this meant for me? And then you finna quit, and then another opportunity pops up, and then boom, you up 100000 again. So it's just, you know. This was <laughs> He up. said the whiz kid, yeah, he would have been fired. Oh, my gosh, that is what's up. So tell me about, since you told me about that <clears throat> moment, tell me about a very Thanks. favorable moment for you. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't got to meet a lot of my idols. Like, I remember I grew up listening to rap a lot. So Scarface was somebody who I um, work with. Oh, listen to a lot as far as, like, that's our Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. And now I'm working on this crazy documentary with him right now for, like, Netflix. And oh, that's a, a, a live stream birthday thing we're going to do. Um, on top of that, uh, Jay Prince. You know, like, just as far as, like, I done met a lot of my idols. I met Jay-Z. That Diddy's, um, and now it's like crazy. Like every year, God does something where, uh, <laughs> where He uh, elevates me to where my idols somewhat kind of become my rivals. And when they do, you know, they, isn't it, that crazy? Somebody you look up to. And yeah, yeah, that's one thing about social media. Is the beauty of it is that I get to see my favorite artists in a more personable state. But then the bad thing is I get to see my artists in a more a more personable state, and 
Oh, it's. I wouldn't know what to. I think I would be hurt if one of my favorite people had a mentality of some of these people that's out here on the street that just yeah, have yeah. talent. So that's <laughs> one thing I do admire about you. And I know people are going to your page like, oh my gosh, who is that? You know, yeah, he's cool. But then your stories, I you know, I watch your stories faithfully. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they are very motivational. Uh-huh. They, I think. I think when people post stuff, it represents how they are. Like, you know, some Man. people, like, it's a lot of women my age. They ready to go ahead and married. be married and had a baby. So, so they be posting these settling memes. And I'm like, y'all. Then you had these That's people that just broke shit. up. They posting, posting breakup memes. Hey. And then these guys, they posting these little money memes, PS5. It's like y'all memes are really kind of telling us about yourself, whether you know it or not. And I do meme things every day. But your memes are very, like, you have a lot of inspirational posts. Basically, it's like you tell your story every day. Like, you have your nice things. Oh, for sure. Motivational, funny. And I think that like sh- shows who you are. Yeah, yeah. It's either either I'm well-rounded or crazy. You probably <laughs> could be both, because I'm both. It I'm just saying, depends on what like, setting I'm in. It depends on what mood I'm in. I can be moody, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, it's like one of those things that, man, I, I'm just, I think I like to be well-rounded because I, I like a lot of different topics. Even in school, very diverse, very, like, on point when it comes to, like, crowds. So I was cool with all the, the white kids, the emo kids, the athletes, the nerds, and everybody around it because I really just made everybody feel welcome. But at the same time, um, yeah, man, I mean, it's all, it's all um, something where I just – I'm, I'm happy in the position that I'm in in life, and I'm able to. I, I'm not. I'm not a plug anymore. I'm. I'm, a, I'm an outlet. It comes from me now. That's good. So, which where do you see yourself? Like I said, we you know we record a month in advance, so when y'all hear us, it won't be November anymore, of course. Capricorn but season. Capricorn. So yeah, tell me where do you see yourself when Capricorn season comes? Cause I know you got some stuff lined up already. Yeah. Uh yeah, you know I'm gonna celebrate myself all next year. It's gonna be crazy. The whole year, yeah. huh? So we, not not just about, January. Need, Y'all need the 31 days. Man, nah, I done put so much work in. Now nah, we finna really, I'm finna get on my diddy shit for real. Um, yeah, yeah. Look, this is what I tell people. What? Cause I always, well, I don't tell everybody this, but I tell enough people this when I have a personal conversation. You know, everybody says they want to be like the prince of this or the king of that, the queen of that, or the Michael Jackson of this or Nicki Minaj of that. You got to start saying, I'm going to be the Shamar of this. Like, Diddy's great. I ain't knocking nothing he does. Uh, uh, I knew him as Puff Daddy, all that. But you got to say, I'm going to be the Shamar of this. And I'm going to be the the biggest, I'm going to be one of the top music execs that will come out of the music period. It Mm -hmm. It ain't even just... Um, Dallas. I feel like I just happen to be from Dallas, but I promise to God, ain't nobody in the city like really in the flow that I'm in. You know what I'm saying? And it's in good the, to sound the... confident in your works. Like some people will be like, "Oh, you're being boastful," but you haven't boasted about anything this whole nah. episode tonight. It's because I know what I'm capable of. I, mean, I think what what kills me is procrastination. If I allow myself to become too lazy, but to be honest with you, I makes it happen. Like that's just and, and, and God uses me in that energy to make things happen. So. <laughs> This episode of The Glass Mic was brought to you by Destiny Cash Jones State Farm Agency. She wants to be the best part of your worst day. Her agency offers auto insurance, homeowners insurance, life insurance, health supplement plan, 
vehicle loans and home loans and again her name is destiny cash jones she's located in the dallas fort worth metroplex so she specializes in us texasippians so people who've moved from mississippi to texas those from louisiana that moved to texas and that one percent that are actually from dallas texas her office is available Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. and on Saturdays by appointment only. Now you know she's trying to be the ultimate neighbor because on Saturdays everyone is off and letting their hair down but she has her running shoes ready to work for you. Her and her agents can be located at 14902 Preston Road suite 912 that's in dallas texas 75254 her number 972-737-8380 and she's on the web at www.destinycashjones.com like a good neighbor destiny cash jones state farm is there and back to the show I never give myself all the credit because a lot of the stuff I do is divine. That's why I don't ever race against nobody because I understand, like, my flow. And my flow is, like, ever since I was little, I always made it happen. So I don't think I know how to not make something happen. But at the same time, like I said, I think I need to celebrate me more. I need to stop taking myself so serious. Um, like, I'm single, no kids, so I can fly and do and be around as I want. But I want to get married. I want to have kids. I want to do all that. But I want to be able to still have the same lifestyle and give my kids that same lifestyle when I am that. So I refuse to settle. So in my time, um, you know, I grind. I, I go hard at what I do. And I'm steady plugging people in. I get stabbed in the back so much. But we keep going, though. You just led into my oh, next question. Sure. So, like I said, you are a very genuine man. And you seem very wise as well. So my question is, how can you tell the difference between like a friend or even a woman that's into you or somebody that just wants to be in your circle? How can you tell if they're genuine versus they're just trying to use you as a stepping stool to where they're trying to be? Uh, I think for me, for me, it's it's it's. It's the way that they give and pour into you, and to make sure your mindset and your livelihood is is good. Like I've I've had like those girlfriends that have been pretty, and they come in cool in the beginning. Like I just got through dealing with something like that. Come in cool from the beginning, and I think that I do a whack ass job of making people earn me. I just mm. give myself to them because I'm a very giving person. So when I give myself to people. It's like, yo, it's your ball to lose now, but when you lose it, it's lost. Like, it ain't no way to come back from that shit. Man. But at the same time, I feel like, man, people are around me just sometimes to utilize my relationships and the things that I have going. And, and I don't mind being useful if the person is useful as well. But when I, when I feel you, you know, coming on so strong where it's like you, it's like you're around me for, like, what I can do for you. It's like, ugh. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I don't like I'm I don't know how to tuck my emotions in and play that game too much. Yeah, I mean you're human first, and that's another thing I want to ask you. So basically, you are a a shelter 
shelter and nurture and provider basically for your artists. Like you're making sure they're good, they're not getting ran over, that whatever they get, if it comes from you, you care about your name. So if your name is on it, it's legit. Who looks out for you? Uh, so my, I got I got somewhat of a therapist in a way that you know. I love that you see things. Yeah, it's a spiritual advisor. <laughs> so she said it all the time. And I think that's the reason why. Like I gained a little weight, so I need to go back into the gym. You know, what I'm saying I'm gonna get back in that gym. Tough. Uh, you can blame it on COVID. Everybody got to pay for their weight this year. I bought a PlayStation during COVID. I ain't never played. I ain't played video games in forever. Now I'm in that world of like, man, I need a PS5. <laughs> okay, you now so, you so, want to do. Yeah, well now. <laughs> Yeah, if you want to get into his world, buy him a PS5. Facts. I'll give you something else, too. Um, but else, nah, like, you know, for me, it's like, it's, 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 I don't even know where we're going. I think the edible kicked yeah, in. Yeah, I told you, by the middle end of the episode, the edible kicked in. It kicked in for me about 15 minutes ago. But now I was asking who takes care of you. You said Nobody. your therapist spirit. Okay, because so, it seems like you're always looking out for everyone, and I'm one of those people too. Like I try to bring like energy and positivity into people. It's I think, rare I think when I, I have those. In, I think that's why I fall in love quick when I look when I start liking somebody, because mm-hmm. I be feeling that like sense of like being able to be outside of myself. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know one of them things where I'll be on some like. Man, because when I do get married to the right person and have kids, like those are going to be the two things that can always be my pressure points, my weak points. Yeah. Other than that, outside of that, I have no emotion. We, I don't care a lot about a lot of people and stuff. You know, and people, it's like, I think that's the reason why I value a relationship so much because it's like I want this feeling forever. Because when I like somebody, I like a girl, a woman, um, you know, I was like, I don't know, it don't know, it don't never get old. It don't, like me pursuing that person will never become old. I think that's you're what always the hunter. What? <laughs> okay, yeah, I hear him now. Make smile. Like I said, this episode once again, I gotta tell you guys, November. <laughs> we don't know what's what's what might be in store by the time y'all listen. So he might be out the market by then. So hey. maybe. I doubt it though. Man, but, this generation is crazy. Oh. And then you know, for me, I, I ain't gonna lie. Like I always said, I wouldn't date a girl who had kids, um, because again, I'm. I, I used to be an ISS teacher. Oh my gosh, yeah, you were. But I was the coolest ISS teacher in the world. I, I the reason why ISS. the reason why though is because the discipline the way I discipline the kids is like I made them do all their work right. Uh-huh. A lot of them <laughs> kids don't have parents at home. So it's like, why am I yelling at yelling at them like they dad would when they ain't got no dad? So the rebellion that come from that. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's more of a situation where um, I used to make them do their work, and then I I lock the doors because I almost got in trouble by the principal because I literally make everybody put out their phones and we watch Eric Thomas, the hip hop preacher, motivational. But there's boy. something positive. I know, but they don't want them. They want them to feel like they're in jail. And that's why you have these repeated lifestyles going yeah. on. So, so like all oh, my kids, I got, I, I got a screenshot from a DM from one of my students. I guess it's what, what year was this? This was like 2016, probably. So, like one of the students okay. was like, "Man, Mr. Willis, you like you was my favorite ISS teacher. Can you put me in the studio? I guess you're a rapper and shit now." <laughs> stuff now so it's like it's funny because it's like they remember me so it's like funny that but kids are my heart to sum it up though and I feel like 
God does not want me to have no distractions right now because my pursuit is that fierce that a kid would make me miss every meeting that I got to go to or every trip that I should go to because I'd rather just be at home with my baby and my woman. You know what I'm saying? So I think there's going to be a time for that where I ball out, go crazy, become this billionaire that I know I'm going to become, and then the money going to make itself. I'll just have time to do philanthropist stuff, travel. I'm going to make every high school dance, digital high school dance, because they ain't trying to get the kids out of school now. <laughs> so we, we, it's, it's just a lot that's going to go on that's going to allow me to still have my time, but still have my wealth, too. So I'm working for that. Like, it ain't it ain't nothing else I'm working for as far as um, finances. It's more like, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have all the stuff that I want and still be able to, to be who I want to be. And like, now I got an amazing assistant. Like my homegirl Nika, Nika, yeah, Nika. Nika's probably. The I most, told her to come. She was like, I'm not gonna be able to like, listen. Tonight. Nika's the most loyal woman in my life, as far as outside of my sisters. Like literally, um, I don't know what I'd be without her, cause she used to always. But I think we did it for each other, cause I saw when she was in a unappreciated situation, mm-hmm. and I used to always be like, man, this girl is amazing for what she do for that person. And you know, I just genuinely connected with her to where, when I when whenever I was making my moves, and sh- she fell out with her situation, I was like, nah, <laughs> we gotta work together because somebody needs to appreciate like how hard you go. I saw the little stuff. So yeah, both go hard. Yeah, we go other. hard for each other. But we had, but and she's she's very beautiful, and a lot of people always be like, oh, that needs to be the girl you marry. I'd be like, no, no. <laughs> That's like, how the movies be. Man. Like, this is why I tell people you can't have deadlines. Like I said, you told me you said you're 34, right? Yeah. And I'm 29. It's like you can't have these deadlines. For example, of course, I'm married. I don't have any children yet. So people are like, okay, y'all been married almost three years now. Where the baby at? Where this at? Where this at? Why you doing this? Why you doing it? Why she got this on? Why she doing it? Why he doing it? And I'm like, who the fuck made these rules for these biological clocks? And I think one of the best two things, one is, of course, praying and uh, manifesting and speaking because you have power life in the tongue. And two, something you've been doing this whole conversation since What's we that? first press record. You don't say I hope or if no. or babe. You all you say I am, yeah. I will, I and have, when. and that plays a huge yeah. role. That's why I want these younger. I know I'm young, but these younger people and these rappers. A lot of people are speaking and doing stuff that relates to death and killing. And like I said, powers in the tongue. You have to be careful because let's just say you make a like. Correct me if I'm wrong. I do not know this baby name for nothing. Uh, XXX Temptation. So I done a show with him. I did his show in Dallas. And I'm not talking negative on him, but yeah. he made a whole video of him at his own funeral. And rest in peace to him. Look at the Mo 3 video. Uh, yeah, I, I saw that too. So Mo Story, and it's literally described what happened. Hey, I'll be my way home. Yeah, some rapper from Dallas. Some I saw local. the corner. The girl but yeah, the corner. And the yeah. Little, and it literally said, yeah, some niggas in the city were hating on him. It's yeah. like she described it, and I, and and I ain't never really just been a Mo three fan where I listen to all his music and it's like, oh my god, to just know that, oh, mm-hmm. to put two and two together. I saw yeah, because I didn't know either. But but then he also did like a parody video one time where he was shooting a video that that had had him bleeding or getting Aww. shot, and he got on live and he was like, man, that motherfucker, my obstin shot me, da 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 da, and he was playing. 
I wouldn't but, play with that thing. But that's what people saying. Like, you know, what's those old yeah. saying? Art Im- imitates I'm life. I'm not saying he, yeah. he, nobody deserves to be hurt. And like I said, hopefully by the time this episode launches, I hope that all the beefs and, uh, you know, back and forth is done. Because I like seeing people in perfect harmony, especially black people. But again, that's I said that to say, you have to be careful. Like, speak that. So when you do become a billionaire, when no. you do become that had an empire you want sure. you can go back and listen to the different interviews and stuff you do and even your stories and stuff and be like Man, my life, I if i don't it. do nothing else in this world my thoughts have become things like for real good and bad but if <laughs> literally i'm telling you like i'm it's like my life is a product of what i knew it would be you know what i'm saying it's it's like to be honest which is it's three more phases to my life like so right now i got the power before i got all the money Okay. So now when I when I get the money, it's gonna lead to me doing things that are bigger than music, right? So right. like me, one of my goals and the thing that I know is gonna happen, which they finna try to copy my style, but <laughs> I wanna own a soccer team. I wanna own FC Dallas. I feel like that is gonna, so I, smart. I, yeah, I feel like you go I feel like in my global impact of what I need to do in the world, soccer as the world's largest sport. Right. That's the real football, for real. Is the real deal. And I feel like you got three major people in this city. You're going to have Mark Cuban. You're going to have Jerry Jones. You're going to have Shamar Willis. I feel like that's it. Like, that was, that's the Mount Rushmore of um, Dallas when it comes to live entertainment, football, basketball, and music. And this is a perfect time to go ahead and lay that foundation because the world, even though we are still doing stuff at certain capacities in certain cities, this year was a reset now, you can have some tragic stuff that happens, and I ain't saying just because the tragic stuff happened to you, this was a bad, like, the, your worst year, because this wasn't your worst year if you're still alive. Man, it's the most, it, it, this it's is the how my most baby was refining born. year, right? It's the most refining year. You found out who your real family, your real friends were. Amen. You found out a lot about um, just a lot of people that you thought you was going to ride into the sunset with, and they was gone by dawn. So when I say that, like, it's... It's been a year of, for me, it's been a great year financially, but it's been a messed up year, like, um, as far as being disappointed and let down a lot by, mm-hmm. from people, you know what I'm saying? So, um, but I had to learn, you know, that what, what got, it's always going to be more for me, you know what I'm saying? There ain't going to never be a time where I put myself in a situation where I, I'm missing car notes and payments and things like that. I think God always going to provide me the the excellence of the basics of life, but I think I could thrive more because um, I gotta get I gotta I gotta really put myself in a position to be more like obedient and listen to my first mind. So That's this year again, this year right here has been a, a great year for me growing. And again, I think God gonna give us four to six more weeks of sitting back down, and then those four to six weeks, I'm gonna get everything I, right now. My big thing, I'm looking for a studio and an office space. So it's like. Jay-Z said what separates the men's from the boys is them invoices. Mm-hmm. So when you can, when you got to take care of invoices for staffs and other people and payrolls and doing great stuff like that. So that means your business is growing. That's my definition of success where I'm able to help yeah. somebody. Like not a cute, you know, right now I'm at a point and the glass might, we're about giving back to, but we don't put that out there. Um, the most that we do as far as putting stuff out there is buying stuff is the trying sheet where we buy stuff from businesses and promote them on here. They don't even pay for that, that name drop or the product being on here. 
But I feel like success is where you can help somebody to the point of you're giving them income. You're providing a roof over their head or food. Because when people have those bare necessities, less things like crime and envy and all this stuff happens. Because what they say, money is the root of all evil. Mm. And earlier when it's you were talking about... the love of money. The love of money. So it's people get confused okay. because... I'm oh, a I said person, teachers. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a person that... Um, I've seen a million dollars in front of my face cash this year, but that didn't make me look at that and become like possessive of that money. It made me value the opportunities it can bring, but I don't love money. I love what it can do as far as open up certain opportunities because it takes money to make money in my world. So, but it didn't make me feel like oh, let me start flying all these girls in or let me start doing drugs. It didn't, like, alter who I was. Right. You know what I'm saying? It really just made me be like, all right, now I can really take advantage of that tech company. That I, you know what I'm saying? So different things like that. But it's it's the love of money. It ain't, I mean, you know, you're supposed to love people and not things. Because people can flip it around. What you do with the little that you have, yeah, it intensifies when you get greater. So if you were already a crappy or stingy type of person where it's like, this is mine, yours is mine, gimme, 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 and you didn't really have much of a wage, when that increases, you're going to double that. Yeah. And, I, and I'm a big believer of that. Nah, for real. And that's what I'm saying. So I'm a very giving, tithing type of person, not directly to a church, but to people, to the people. And But, but I do the church thing too, but I haven't really... Um, you know, since the COVID thing, I really haven't been checking. I stay grounded, though, like, for sure. Like, yeah. God is number one in my life, for real, in real life. Like, and that's it, with that being yeah, said. I can hear it. Yeah, the name the name of my company is Legna Entertainment, and that's L-E-G-N-A, mm -hmm. but that's backwards. It's Angel. Oh. You get it? So it's like. Is that what you named your week? My week? Oh, yeah, Legna. Yeah, yeah. I knew it was something special, yeah. but I couldn't put my. Yeah, I told Legna, you I was Legna Weekend, but. I'm saying, like, for real, it's, it's, it's really a thing where um, I really feel like I move angelically. I'm an I'm a angel in this darkness of the world as far as what's going on. I move like them. I act like them. I act like them in ways of saying that, you know, I lit, it, it's, but I very much so feel like that I'm here to, like, help change the game and not be a part of it. So right. you got a man who who's a God-fearing, loving man but he also is a man, too, to understand that he's going to make mistakes and he's not trying to be perfect. He's just trying to accomplish the – he's trying to perfect his part in the in the plan. So in the grand scheme of what God and Jesus is doing, I am a, a conduit to get one-eighth of this puzzle piece put together. It's going to be another Shamar. It's another lot of people like myself who have been here who are just adding to the great scheme of things, and I just – Happen to be in this position where I can execute and and I you know I get the glamour side of things like I do it I love I love going to the red carpet award shows meeting your favorite celebrities and actually being cool with them I love being in a position that I'm in but hands down um, you know it's one of those things that uh, I I really feel like I'm gonna really change the game, ladies. I know y'all still listening. <laughs> S-H-A-M-A-R <laughs> underscore A-T-L-A-S. Atlas. You know the reason why I named it Atlas is because that's my mindset, the globe, the world. Like, so Shamar Atlas is like, 
my mindset. Like it's really like a global mindset. Now, like, I ain't gonna spell your name again. Now, I told Les your name one time. The more you talk, the more they just gonna be like, wait a minute. <laughs> I don't what this is. God fearing, intellectual yeah. man. You better get on to him. I tell you, I don't know how to, it's going to be when the episode is That'll lunch. open the door for you and smack your ass on the way through it. Okay. <laughs> Listen, so this is the part where it's your time to shine, right? Where you can put your plugs in. I already said your name, but I always tell people, you know, you got to say stuff seven times to get it right. So anything that you want to plug in right now or, you know, you want the people to know? Uh, nah, man. Basically, be on the lookout for Legna Weekend, right? Uh, we should be up. This should be up by then. Um, Make sure and, you send me the details and I can repost I got it on you. our it's page. Gonna, it's going to be live. But I, see, I just do a lot. I do a lot um, all year. So I'm just finna celebrate, again, celebrate myself. Like, I used to be a person that never even celebrated my birthday at all. And then I had a friend, Ice, and I've never got a birthday cake my whole life. Oh, my God. You sound like my husband. But, man... Now I look forward to, like last year I did Young Dolph for my birthday. And then, you know, my homeboy who was a promoter, he brought me out on stage and he was like, hey, I want everybody. It was like 3,000 people. I thought it amazing. But what's crazy is I was engaged. I know you weren't sober because I wouldn't be sober. Sure. I all them people. Yeah, I don't drink, I don't, I don't do all that like that to get crazy. Um, but yeah, so I just, I'm starting to love like the, the light a little bit. Not not love it to where it's like, oh, no, we put it, it on me, but now I kind of accept who I am to be like, yeah, like it's, it feel yeah, good. Yeah, you are that guy. Yeah, there ain't so nothing wrong saying it. I'm that guy and yeah, I'm black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I survived 2020. And we did that. Yeah, things we did. Yeah, that. Facts. <laughs> no COVID at all. Uh, but now, nah, you know, so now I'm really starting to realize, you know, you ever seen The Matrix? When the Oracle told Neo he wasn't the one? And then from I ain't there, y'all ain't a big move. But listen, in the Matrix, Neo became deadly when what? He realized he was the one. Hmm. When he was like, "Damn, I am." That's how I. And then from there, oh, he started being nice. He started carrying his <laughs> role. He started wearing his role. And I think this is where I'm at now. Like I'm really growing into my world. I'm starting to grow into my position of realizing, like, yo. I got an important piece to play, and I done worked hard to get where I'm at. Yeah. So why do I need to dumb myself down? Don't damn your light. You know what's crazy? I rode Spirit Airlines for the first Spirit. time in a long time recently, and I did that because of a young lady who wanted to go with me on a trip, and uh. she found the trip tickets, and she was like, oh, look, we got some Spirit flights that are, like, cheaper than the Delta and Americans that I usually book, right? I never said on Spirit. I always thought to beat the ride. Nah, listen, okay. she literally, I was like, man, hell no, I ain't riding no Spirit. And from there, uh, she kicked in my head. She was like, well, as long as I get there, you know, and as long as I get, she made me feel like if I was wrong for having standards, Right, not like she tried to do that, but her mindset. People, it's people like that. So for I me, I can laugh about you like that. When I got to, I mean, it was so many hair bonnets and fake ass Gucci, this all over the plane stuff. When I say that, like it's like they and when we were going, to, we were going to Atlanta too. So basically, I'm saying all that to say, <laughs> I got like nigga, I can't believe that I had stooped down to somebody else's level of living. Like I'm past because that. It's hard now. because you know. People are always quick to say, well, you think you're better than somebody. Yeah, but and I should have grown up hearing man, it. I should have stuck with what I know 
like right now I'm 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 loving I'm loving my sky miles I'm building right now, right? Yeah. So that's my shit. Like I play in the world as a game now. So for me, I didn't I didn't stayed at a different hotel than I usually would stay when I go to Atlanta. I'm team I done I done rode on Spirit Airlines and I ain't did that shit since I never I told you I always feel like ago. I wouldn't be able to fit up in it. Man, nah, Maybe I, now all I'm saying is like yeah, like I, 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 I knew it's little things that make you realize where you're going. I'm like, yo, I don't stoop down to this level for this type of woman. Like, no, and like my assistant, no, don't even tell me nothing about spirit. Not because of I'm too good to ride spirit because they get there just like everybody else. Right. But it's a standard. Like I know on the way back from any trip, I, I go there main cabin or part or, or comfortable. But on the way back, I try to grab first class because I know I done did so much work. That's my time to relax. So mm-hmm. the price of that is priceless because my peace is what I want. Right. I don't want to. I want to. I want to board the plane first. I don't want to have to look for no cargo, anything like. As you deserve. It, yeah, like so for me, it's just like on some shit where I'm like, man, I don't dumb myself down to accommodate a female when I feel like I need a Michelle Obama that's gonna make me better. Like what you ain't. You ain't flying nothing less than first. <laughs> like, just motivate me, push me. Right. Damn. You better learn. You better learn about your. But every day is a learning process about yourself. Is there anything um, like any type of websites or links, anything that you need them to know? Um. So I'm excited. I just started this virtual reality company that me and my boy Hadi Shah. Um. I actually met him. <laughs> so I can talk all day, bro. That's real cool. Too, because I was I got engaged last year. And I did it in in front of thousands of people mm. at a juvenile and in, in my mis- heart would have been concert. out my chest. Man, listen, I called myself liking this girl to want to get married and end up being something that you know the greatest lesson that God has ever gave me. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, um, I met him through that because he was my jeweler for the ring that I had bought. And then for me and him, you know, relationship building in real life. So we kept in touch. And the dope thing about it, too, my boy, Hadi, he actually was so dope. Whenever the engagement was broke off, mm-hmm. he had let me take the ring back. Really? Yeah. He he did this insurance thing called the broken engagement. Um, of and course, that's a profitable. So I was able. Money to look into that. I spent like four bands on that. It wasn't that lot. It was spent like 4000 on the, on the it's ring. It's more than a penny. I mean, it's, it's it's enough, right? Right. So I actually ended up, um, uh, I I ended up being able to get that money back, and it was helpful for me to pay for something else I needed too. So it was all a lesson and a blessing at the same time. But like I said, um, this virtual reality company. So imagine yourself being in a position where COVID is going on. It is what it is. Um, or you or your event planner. What we do is we go, we fly to the city, not us, the people who we designate they'll come map out the building that you're going to use for your event mm-hmm. whether it's a wedding funeral whatever it is and then we will map it out in 3d in virtual reality so you you can see what the event's going to look like and be like before it happens and if you need changes to the actual event mm-hmm. you can change it digitally through the goggles so mm-hmm. say you get married and this is your table you be like oh, i want this table cloth to be green you can go in there and change the green you can change it. You can see your wedding or your event happening to be like, all right, cool. Now let's make it real. Wow. So it's like digital consulting, and it's a full walkthrough 
virtually of your event. Um, so it's called virtual reality oh, event the planning. The power of technology. But that's the billion dollar idea. It's already patented and shit, so they can't get it. Oh, but so. uh, but it's it's gonna happen though. You know what I'm saying? So you, I ain't gonna become a billionaire from music. Come on now, like it's gonna be from tech or something like yeah, in there. Yeah, you gotta around. have multiple streams of income, yeah, yeah, yeah. most definitely. And we, you know, we yes. own it. So uh, they could just find you on Instagram. Yeah, because my Facebook is more personal, so it's like Instagram is Shamar underscore Atlas, Twitter underscore Atlas, the same thing, Shamar underscore Atlas. Mm-hmm. I don't really use Twitter a lot, like I should. I, I mean, I think it's... I can't get with it. I used to be on the heavy, but then I just got off of it, because um, Instagram. Yeah. I find Instagram is kind of like the hub. I don't know if I'm going to start a new Twitter or go back and try to find how to delete no, 30,000 tweets. Man. You know, when you go up, they be fine. I'm like, how do y'all have time to find this stuff? Nah. I, I, I ain't got nothing crazy like that. I don't think I do. I, I know do. I talk reckless. But yeah, so after I own FC Dallas, I do want to run for president of the United States in real life. Come on. Yeah, yeah. So y'all can get a real black president. Not a real. <laughs> so we didn't do the listener segment, this listener letter segment Columbus. this time around. Because I didn't post discussion questions today. I know y'all mad at me because I normally keep the people engaged okay. with the episodes, but we didn't do that tonight because I think I did pretty good with the discussion questions on my own. But if y'all are interested in writing in on a listener, of course, it could be about anything. You can be anonymous or you can be yourself. Um, make sure you send those into info at theglassmic.com, subject line advice or unscripted events. And again, you can place your IG handle or you can say if you want to be anonymous, Chantal won't tell your secrets. Um, also, I want to thank you again for coming on the for show, sure. Shamar. You already, like, it's like you just confirmed everything I felt that day. Because uh, I don't like, I've, I've been talking lately about my spiritual side, and of course, yeah. I believe in God too. And it's like, this year has shown me so much in the spiritual realm and it's like I can feel good energy. And like I said from that day when I met you, I was like, Okay, yeah. This, nah, it was this is the guy I need to talk to. Yeah. And I didn't even know your positions or anything, but I just saw, you know, that you were full of gratitude and you were speaking to people and being nice to them too. You weren't yeah, mean or no. okay, look, nah. cut the conversation. None of Because it ain't that type of pressure. It's like you know, we 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 understood that in order for even though he's big and he got a bigger role, Tyler Lepley, he has a bigger role on season two, and things are gonna just go up for him. He's he's an amazing guy, so mm-hmm. I think God is definitely gonna utilize him for like great, great, great things. Cause his stuff is genuine too. It ain't like he's yeah. being fake with it. Like he genuinely is a good guy, and uh, so from there is like, in order to grow, we gotta touch the people. You know what I'm saying? Like. If I didn't go there, if I didn't go there, and I wasn't as what you felt, I wouldn't be in this position right here to voice my, you know, my energy to the world as far as recorded. Like this, this, this recording. I'll be forever. so happy when they just some some person that's a fan of ours be like, okay, I'm digging in the archives, and I saw Chantal and Shamar. Yeah, early. You know, we won't be the same. Yeah. So now, so now she get that big interview. When she becomes all of my that, interviews are big interviews. I nah, pray like not, with my guests. I be praying like, okay, this is the episode. Nah, like I'm talking were, about, but then you get that interview when I am a billionaire and I am that public figure where people can't get in touch with me. You oh, get that interview because I'm you, have to go through five assistants. Nah, just Nika, <laughs> but Nika might be the boss by then. So I'm about to whoever Nika hires. Yeah, I'm but like, but hey, nah, in, in real life, like like I said, like. I'm loyal like that because I'm, I, I create my opportunities. I don't need the opportunities. Like, 
I'm a person that if you don't give me that, you don't give it to me, I'm going to build it. Like, that's it. Like, I try to, I, I didn't want to be this promoter. I tried to team up and partner with people who was doing it before me, and I got blocked out because they saw something that I didn't see. Yeah. And from there, shit. Sad, I always now, now, now they asking, now they asking for favors. And this is this is a perfect time when I like to grab my guests where they're I feel like everybody's important in a great position already. But it's like, of course, God is gonna ordain you to be somewhere way bigger. So I would rather talk to y'all while y'all are in this growing and foundation phase. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. like you said, it will be harder and different things like that. But it's also when we see your not saying you won't change, but of course you'll change, but not in a negative light. Your character won't change. But it's like we get to see that more vulnerable go-getter side of you. And then you go back and look at you and you get your lifetime achievements. They'll pull it up like, yeah, he's always been like this from the jump. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. So it'll never be a situation where um, I feel like my position is too big over the people because I'm in my position because of the people. Right. So, no, nah, it'll never get to the point where I change. It'll just be the access will change because I'm an imp. So in the emptiness world, it's like I take on the energy of other people. Mm-hmm. So the more people who are around me, the more, the more, more and more is reaching, the empty, 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 empty I become. Mm-hmm. So it's like I learned to not be as accessible. Like like when I used to know that because it was crazy. It's like, you know, during your broke times, whenever you, your phone would get cut off and you'd be like trying to figure out how you're going to pay your phone bill and you'd be like, damn, I really ain't miss nothing. <laughs> when, nope. when it does get cut back on, right? Like, did you die? No, I didn't. Uh-huh. So that's what I'm saying. So it's like I, I'm learning that my solitude is where I get my greatest ideas, not in the crowd. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I value this so much. So, yeah, I think we done talked y'all ear off enough. This is a great convo. I think I did damn good tonight. Yeah, I didn't good. say I'm wretched or drunk or high. I, <laughs> I tell them I get the happy candy all the time, but I think I... I got the perfect concoction. I only had one drink tonight and one shot. Normally, I have, like, way more. But I told you I've been feeling myself with this yeah, weight loss nah, stuff. Then that's the energy I bring. You don't need all that to be, you know, You don't. Especially, like, when somebody can carry a good conversation. Yeah. I can't, I cannot understand say that everybody had a good tune on this show. So, yeah. but for the most part, the majority of my guests have. So, listen, if y'all want to sponsor an episode of The Glass Mic, y'all already know, go on social media, The Glass Mic. We're on Facebook, Instagram, um, Twitter, barely, and YouTube now. Barely. <laughs> yes, barely. And y'all know we have Patreon. We want to have an after party tonight for this episode because I think that this is a pretty clear cut, put it all out there show. So they get it on the podcast platforms and YouTube. Mm-hmm. Y'all already know we are on all major podcast platforms. So right. iHeartRadio, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google, Apple, Pandora, Amazon, anywhere we listen to podcasts, we can be found there. Always remember to subscribe, rate, and review so we can get more people like y'all to listen and be engaged. Of course, you know, we do give back to the community. So if you want to have a little donation, um, you can subscribe on Patreon as well again. Or you can uh, do Cash App or PayPal at The Glass Mike. Again, those links are in the bio on Instagram. And guys, I just want to thank y'all again for tuning into the Glass Mic where there's no script, just transparent talk. I want to thank the awesome Shamar for coming on the show and dropping gems. 
Thank you again to the sponsors for supporting the vision and the brand. And thank you for our listeners. Of course, I do this for my family. I do this for my friends. But most importantly, I do this for the people. I'm Chantal. And as always, I love y'all. Hey, y'all. I specifically want to talk to the ladies right now. So as you know, I'm always hyping this pretty little pink pill called She Orgasms. And what that is, is an all-natural female supplement for sexual enhancement. It enhances orgasm intensity, increases vaginal lubrication, heightens total body arousal and sensitivity, enhances energy, focus, and mood, and it increases libido and desire. So this little pill not only helps you with your vaginal secretion and getting those walls nice and juicy but it also helps you with your mood and your get up and go so if you already had that wet wet or you might suffer from pcos endometriosis or anything that may deter you from being your best sexual self go on to instagram she orgasms s-h-e o-r-g-a-s-m-s and look at their highlights there are a ton of reviews from different women of all ages size race you name it and when you're ready to go ahead and get the pills whether it's the sample whether it's the bottle or even a new honey tincture go on sheorgasms.com and use code c-h-a-n-t-a-l thank me later